0: realize i spend a lot of time talking about and focusing on women's bits which isn't a bad thing but sometimes a little love for the men's parts is needed too so that being said this week it's all about penises i'll be talking about four particular areas concerning penises and yeah that's pretty much it penises as per my language is somewhat unfiltered so listener discretion is necessary yeah it's true I spend a lot of time talking about vaginas and that's possibly because I own one and I'm pretty au fait with the guanings if you know what I mean but penises now I do enjoy a penis too there's so much about them that interests me the fact that this three to eight inch on average cylinder of flesh veins and blood can literally dictate a man's whole being is amazing dick definitely controls man and before you boys get all up in your feels no not all the time just a lot of the time dick is king in a similar way to the clip being queen but before i go is the word dick offensive i feel like it might be to some i have no filter as you know so me sort of saying dick it just rolls off the tongue doesn't even make me flinch or anything but i am aware that some people might be some people might not like the word there are so many fun terms for a penis i actually think the word penis is probably the most boring of all. It's all scientific and techy, you know, penis, like the penis. I mean, it's probably got a lot to do with the fact that it's the correct term and that's the term that we've been taught, you know, like going back to school and stuff. It was never dick in the textbook. It was always penis. So a personal fave of mine has to be cock. It just works for me. I mean, there's so many. A few off the top of the head. Okay, so there's peen, there's chopper, dick, Ops, willy but i feel like willy sounds immature dong and dingle i mean no oh yeah the d certain people call it the d i think it's kind of cringe when a guy refers to it as the d i think that should just be reserved for women when they're referring to the d rather than a man saying what you're saying you want to see my the d <laughs> even though that probably wouldn't even work as a sentence but you know what i'm trying to say it's it's very borderline cringeworthy what else are uh, rod Odd, that's very Jamaican, like, odd, Yo, I see my No, thanks. Buddy, that's another kind of Jamaican, West Indian-y kind of take. Knob. Now, I love that word knob, and not just because it relates to a dick, but because, like, I kind of use it for a... Oh, shut up, you knob. Oh, he's such a knob. She's such a knob. Nah, that's so knobbish. Like, the word knob factors in my vocabulary quite often. Would. Wood. Mm, sounds a bit splintery <laughs> for me anyway you know i have this mad thing for like words and sounds wood just doesn't really work i literally imagine splinters and stuff package no me oh good no, that sounds all carcassy. like I have visions of being in a butcher and just being surrounded by various cuts of pork And maybe a lamb's head hanging off the wall And a string of sausages to the left and chicken beaks to the right ro- Oh no, carcass, meat, Mm-mm. no sir What else? Ting is another kind of a Jamaicanism for want of a better expression Racula Oh my gosh, I used to work with this girl that used to always refer to it as the Racula It really disturbed me I believe it's a Beanie Man thing but I feel like that should just be left for Beanie Man to say it because it's very disturbing. What else? Prick, peace, junk, anaconda. I mean, I know Nicki Minaj referred to it as an anaconda, but does anybody actually call their pings an anaconda? Basically, I'm digressing what was my point okay so yeah men and their peens let's go with that because peens is very inoffensive in my opinion so peens they mean a lot to their owners and i guess well it's understandable why outside of it being a practical tool the peen can provide for hours on occasions of pleasure i just wanted to kind of spend this episode talking about a few things sort of situations stroke scenarios that involve peens can i just say the first and probably the most obvious is dick size. I mean, peen size. There's always so much talk about the size of a man's codocks and how much it actually impacts the bedroom antics. I honestly think men are more concerned about the size of their manhood than women are. And I genuinely mean that. I think it's it's kind of learned behaviour, isn't it? From like a young age. This whole idea of masculinity being linked to the size of your your bedroom bully. It's literally imprinted in the minds of men. I feel like it stems back to the playground then you don't really leave it alone and if you go on to co- kind of college days and then on to uni it's still there and then it's definitely there with work like that's work bands I've heard stories of men having like a sneaky look at another man's willy in public not because of anything sordid but more to just compare the size And if all you've known is this kind of fixation on size of your member then you might want to sneak a peeky look just to see if you're packing more than the next brother. The thing is the whole idea of having a massive schlong is just silly because what is a massive schlong anyways? Like define massive and schlong. According to the NHS website most men in the UK own penises that are around nine centimetres which translates to about three and three quarter inches long when flaccid and on average vary between five to seven inches when erect that's like 13 to 18 centimeters long that's here in the uk okay can i just add the size of a flaccid penis does not dictate the size when it's erect that term he's probably a grower is very real also it's probably worth mentioning the most sensitive and pleasurable spot in a woman's vagina is roughly one to two inches in so technically if you're a dude that's engaging in penis in vag sex, then you could basically have a two-incher. Like, a dude with a two-incher is just as able to please a woman as a man with, like, say, an eight-incher. It's definitely more about the motion, the technique, or both. Not just the size. The size. Like, let's be real. If it's too big, it can be an issue for some women as it could end up feeling like she's been from the inside out and whilst yeah of course there's some women that are here for all of that but some might not be and actually some women can't even enjoy being penetrated by a huge one it all depends on your setup how you're set up what you can take what you can accommodate and what works and feels good for you but guys honestly 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 it's really not the size that counts like i don't know if it's getting through because you're probably like well who are you to be telling me what what matters and what i don't but I'm just saying and I feel like I can speak on behalf of a lot of women not all women a lot of women when we say size doesn't necessarily matter it's kind of what you do with it in some ways it does like as I just said if you're huge and you're just like daggering away yeah no just don't do that but other than that size doesn't matter in terms of pleasure and when I say size doesn't matter that's kind of in favor of maybe guys that have smaller penises because they can still satisfy You you know where I'm going. And for the guys that do have issues with their size and want to increase it, I just want to let you know, despite what you've heard or what you think it is, there is no cream or pill that can increase your shit. There's always pop-ups on various websites that say, you know, take this pill, rub this cream across your willy, and in two months, whatever, six weeks, you'll grow an inch and a half. It's nonsense. There is no cream or pill that can do that. Only surgery. And even that's not 100% in terms of success rate. So I would say... Just come to terms with what you got. Another thing that men seem to focus on that genuinely baffles me and all the other ladies I've spoken to is how much they nut. Exactly. Whilst, yeah, okay, some of us may enjoy seeing the ejaculation occur. I mean, I think it's not really a deal breaker or even a conversation piece amongst women. Unless, of course, it's like loads, like projectile and in abundance, then, okay... Maybe that's something to talk about in a similar way to how men would talk about a woman squirting and squirting loads, do you know what I mean? Or more than what one is familiar with. Outside of that, it's not really a conversation piece. Guys, what is up with that? What's up with this infatuation of nutting loads? Being able to produce puddles or bucket loads of baby sauce should not be your worry. Your main concern should just be about enjoying the moment. Like as cliche as that sounds, it is true. In terms of how far you can actually ejaculate, Okay yeah that might be funny or something to giggle about but sexually as in how much that's actually turning someone on I don't think it has much wavering on the facts to be honest. I think what would entertain women more and when I say entertain I don't necessarily mean turn on more I just mean entertain more like entertain is auto fellatio. Auto fellatio is another thing men sort of joke around about and kind of imply they wish they could but many have never tried. I am talking about sucking yourself off. auto-fellatio means to already stimulate one's penis as a form of masturbation. I remember hearing like in school boys or young men sort of saying oh if they could suck off themselves they would you know that kind of conversation. I've heard that quite a bit actually. I've heard it in the office, I've heard it in school, I've heard it in college, I've heard it in uni. It's a constant banter topic do you know what I mean? I think if I were a dude I would definitely give it a go I'm not gonna lie. Anyway I was reading this article that claimed this pandemic has been the perfect time for men to explore their ability or in a lot of cases inability to give themselves head because like being locked down and being horny being able to suck yourself is like the perfect intersection. Can I talk about this in some detail because it really is interesting. I think a lot of people are flummoxed by the whole idea of this. Some are intrigued and some are just disgusted. Wherever you sit that's okay that's how you feel but Let's just talk about this for a minute. To actually do it, I would imagine you would need to be quite flexible, you know, be able to bend yourself at least down far enough so that your mouth meets your man meat. The position that is required to successfully suck yourself off as a bloke is called a front bend. It's actually got a name. It's a front bend. Yogis, people that do yoga, will be so familiar with this, but most likely not for the same reason, let me just say. If you lack the ability to bend enough, some are able to train their bodies over time to be able to successfully reach. As of anything, practice makes perfect, but not in every instance. It's so deep, though, because historically, autofillatio is not new. In fact, apparently, because I've not read this myself, but according to renowned Egyptologists, many ancient texts actually refer to both the gods and followers of the religion indulging in the act of autofillatio, possibly... As symbols of power. Even if you go back a few decades. Now we've all heard of Ron Jeremy. Or most of us have heard of Ron Jeremy. You know that famous porn star. Well apparently he had the ability to tongue tickle his tings. And actually there was another porn star called Dr Infinity. That famously sucked his own dick. In a film from 1975. Called Every Inch A Lady. (laughs) What a title. Same dude Dr Infinity. Later stated in an interview. And this is a quote from that interview. He said. The release of sperm from yourself into yourself becomes the energy which can lead to infinity. He went on to say, self-generating energy will allow you to be anything you want. Through sucking on my own cock, I have created a human condition that is very stimulating. Control of one's sperm leads to infinity and through infinity to a new world. Can I just say... Oh, wow. That's mind-blowing shit, like, literally. We're talking about infinity, and is that what spam does? Like, I mean, I know, obviously, the whole concept of new life and stuff, but never really thought of it like that, if I'm honest. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Reddit's got, like, an autofillatio forum. It's got over 38,000 members, and also... There's been an increase in isolation-themed threads and posts by people that are claiming to have tried it for the first time since being locked down in this pandemic. So if you are curious how to or who can, head over there, I guess. Of course, the question of whether self-sucking makes a man gay is bound to come up because people love to bring sexual orientation into the mix. Well, in this instance, it does not have anything to do with it. This is simply an advanced form of masturbation. So your sexual orientation is actually irrelevant and actually most of the guys on auto fellatio forums identify as straight so there you go yeah <laughs> auto fellatio I still think if I was a man and I could I absolutely would I mean at least to try do you know what I mean that would be wild don't you think what else is uh interesting about the peen hmm. oh yeah you can actually break your penis you know I mean no it doesn't have a bone but you can definitely break it I swear I can hear the whole male population wince at this. As we know, or if we own one or deal with them often enough, it is common knowledge that an erect penis should not be bent or even twisted to that. Why? Well, that's when a broken penis absolutely happens. A broken penis is medically known as a penal fracture. And let's establish here, we're not talking about a bit of bruising, you know, something you may get if you get cracked in your nuts. Oh no, a, a broken penis is far more severe. Some of the things that could indicate a break include a snapping or a popping sound, uh, a bent penis like if it wasn't previously bent because some people have like bends going on in their penises and blood coming out of the penis. Yeah blood is never good really if it's not supposed to be there. A penile fracture is actually considered a medical emergency so do not apply the let's wait and see method if this happens to you. In this instance, get yourself to a hospital or a doctor ASAP to avoid any potential permanent damage or impact on your functionality, sexually and otherwise. You don't want that smoke. If unfortunately it happens to you, seek attention. Seek medical attention ASAP. The most common causes of broken penises is, yeah, rough sex. Or when a person is on top and there's a lot of uncontrolled bouncing occurring and, yeah, the hole is missed and, ah, yeah that's the most common okay i think i'll make one more point and then call it a day morning wood oh yeah a blessing and a curse i'd say a blessing when you've got it on tap or you're happy to jerk off a curse if you're somewhere in public and you wake up on full mask and you spend a good five minutes or so trying to get that baby down because you've got i don't know stand up go and chat to someone and it's just yeah you just don't need it you just don't want it but jokes aside morning wood does not necessarily mean you want sex there's a few theories behind why some mornings your peen is rock hard One could be the fact that your testosterone levels are at its highest when you wake up in the morning. It is thought that the increase in the hormone alone may be enough to cause an erection, even in the absence of any physical stimulation. Another reason could be because of your brain. When you go to sleep, it relaxes. And that could mean that the hormones that are released during the waking hours that work to suppress your erection basically decline and this just leaves you with a cob on when you wake up, checks out to me and the third could indeed be the fact that there's been some kind of stimulation, it could be that your partner's brushed it against something or you could have brushed yourself against the bed sheet in a in a way that you didn't think would turn you on but if you're asleep and you've just got a message sent to the brain that oh we're being touched that could cause an erection too. Morning wood is experienced by men of all ages and it's actually a sign of a properly functioning blood and nervous system in and around the peen area. But should erectile dysfunction kick in, then the regularity or intensity of the morning would may decrease, just so you know. Also things like being overweight, having diabetes, high cholesterol or high blood pressure could, underline could, because it doesn't necessarily mean it does, but it could increase your risk of erectile dysfunction. Some medications can do this too. So I would say, like with anything, always chat to your doctor if you're concerned about anything. That's just a given. So, yeah, there you go. Four points on peens. <laughs> I think I'll do another soon because I mean, I could have been here all day. There's so much. But, yeah, for now, that's me. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to check out all my previous episodes. And you can hit me up on the socials as well, too, if you fancy it. I'm at Cheryl's World, which is S-H-E-R-R-Y-L-S-World. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Although I'm so shit on Twitter. I really need to get my act together. But that's where I am. Cheryl's World, Instagram and Twitter. S-H-E-R-R-Y-L-S-World. I've already said it, but said it again. Uh, yeah, hit me up and say hi. If not, I'll catch you next time. Take care.